0: What is up everyone? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture and we've got a special guest with us today. We've got the one and only Siri, Sirion, Worker with us. How you doing, <laughs> <What's> friends? <up? laughs>
1: Full government name.
0: Are you going by Siri or Sirion?
1: For now, it's going to be Siri. Siri. Siri.
0: Siri. Yes, what is
1: up, everyone?
0: Uh, yeah. So this is your first time on the podcast. First time. Shaping the Culture. By the way, shameless plug, you can uh, purchase a hoodie. If you go on my Instagram bio, there's a link there. You can just purchase a hoodie. We've we got we've only got like five, I think, five or Come six on. left. Come so on. Make sure you grab one. Anyways, back to the conversation. Uh, That's what we're
1: here for, shaping the <laughs> so culture. Am I right? <laughs> uh,
0: you're very right. So you are, yeah, first time on the podcast, and just wanted to ask how do you feel how are you you're in cold yeah the winter winter
1: this is my first time in minnesota while it was snowing yeah
0: you always come during the summertime
1: only come during the summertime
0: and today you realize why that is
1: <laughs> i <laughs> i'm blown away. i was like oh my gosh it's going to snow it's cute it was not cute. <laughs> it's still snowing. It hasn't stopped snowing since we woke up.
0: Yeah. It's, and it, yeah, I think it's going to snow for the rest of the evening too.
1: I hope I get snowed in. Well,
0: it's crazy. You hope you get snowed Let's in. That's <laughs> right. So you don't want to go I by. hope my boss
1: doesn't hear this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Siri is notorious for not wanting to go home. We've, <laughs> we've got stories on stories of her trying to finesse her way into staying wherever we're just one at.
1: more day. I always want to stay one more Forever day than I plan. Even if I give myself one more day when I plan the trips. <laughs> I want to go past that.
0: Well, so. hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. will never know. The thing with Minnesota is we're not like Texas, where we're ready for stuff like this. So Ooh. by the time we wake up tomorrow, the snow's probably gone. going to
1: be gone. Yeah, we'll have you our energy. Yourselves. We'll
0: have our heat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have freeways to drive on.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Texas, man.
0: Poor Texas, yeah. but Anyway, so um, first time on the podcast, you're in Minnesota, yeah. snowing. So and we're talking about you possibly going back home tomorrow. Now, where is home for you?
1: Home for me right now is in Redding, California. I don't know why I laugh every time I say
0: that. Redding. So Redding, for, California. for those who don't know, you're not from Redding. No. You're from Kansas. Kansas City. So, 913. N-
1: <laughs> lift it up. Is that what people say? Not lift it up. <laughs> what am I in a worship service? <laughs>
0: Lips on your tongue. Was <laughs> that, <was> that? <laughs> we were just watching a bunch of Instagram videos, and there was this he said, one.
1: Let his lips be on your tongue.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm <well>. sorry.
1: Whose? <laughs> 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 whose lips?
0: On whose tongue?
1: <laughs> right, not mine. Yeah. God bless.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Reverend Nine One Three. I'm glad you still represent Kansas. There's not much to represent, but I'm. Glad you know, still representing.
1: I know there's. Quite a handful of Kansas people that listen to Shaping the Culture. They
0: do, yeah. Shout out to all you listeners. Yeah. All are amazing. I
1: still love you. We
0: love Don't y'all. Worry.
1: California took me, but yeah. Kansas made me.
0: So let's talk about that. So yeah, you're from Kansas, but you're you're right now in Reading, California. Yeah. Um, what brought you to Reading?
1: What brought me to Reading? So I, um, I'm just breathing all up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. Yeah, school was really hard for me. Yeah, and I think it was because I didn't realize the calling, mm. my calling. Mm. Um, yeah, so I was in Kansas and like, I have to be a pediatrician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna make it, yeah. doctor, make my parents proud. Right. <laughs> I got into college, y'all. That was a wrap. <laughs>
0: Said, this ain't for me. I said,
1: not my will, but yours, God. <laughs> and if it ain't school, so it be. <laughs> yes.
0: You weren't complaining about that one. I huh? was not <laughs>
1: complaining. So it's actually interesting. A lot of people don't know. I like bombed in school. Mm, like yeah. I, I think this is the first time I'm publicly talking about
0: yeah, it. Yeah,
1: but I just didn't we're
0: shaping the culture. Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, like it wasn't. I'm the, I mean, I'm not like excusing it. Yeah, but it was just not like I would be in school. Mm thinking about the next worship set or wow. like my dreams and like all of this stuff. And mm. I was just like, not good at doing school. Mm. I was just not good at school. It was, yeah. or the kind of school that I was in. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Like, let me just like, I'm tired of it just being over and over and over again. So I said, you know, let's, let's see what the Lord is doing. Yeah. Prayed about it.
0: Well, quick question. That's yeah. interrupt. But when you were, like, not doing so well in Mm -hmm. school, did that weigh in on your security, your confidence? Or were you just like, see, I know this is not what what I'm supposed to be doing. This is a sign that I should exit. Or did you wrestle a little bit?
1: There was no wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I think I'm the type of person that's like, if you, if I know that something like Mm -hmm. i'm good at something that i know i'm like that's yeah like music yeah i knew i was gonna be good in piano yeah so i just did it yeah yeah and i knew i was gonna be good at guitar so i just did it you know but with school i was like i was really good in school in high school yeah high school was that was was my thing and then because it was high school everything was made for you you don't really have space to dream outside of high school yeah But college is, like, it's where you really decide, okay, I'm either going to follow through with this or not, so.
0: Yeah. So you're just like, all right, cool. This ain't my lane. I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm good at this, and I already believe that the Lord is leading me in this direction. Yeah. So let me.
1: Drop out of school.
0: All right. So context, (laughs) for those who don't know. (laughs) We're Ethiopian. Yes. And uh, I see you guys in the comment section asking, what's Avisha? Every time we throw out the word Avisha on this podcast. This is a great
1: podcast to talk (laughs) about it on. All the things I did. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They were just like, what, everybody's like, what's Abisha? Abisha, It's like a term we use to uh, identify Ethiopians. It's like Hispanic. Yeah.
1: Hispanic is like general to like mexicans puerto ricans uh all there these like go.
0: or like latino latino yeah yeah so <laughs> it's just we're grouping ethiopian and and we say Abishas. so and for those who don't have context to what it's like to be ethiopian to drop out of school is to hate your parents essentially it's, it's essentially <laughs> it's, it's to it's to denounce your faith and walk away from christianity yeah all together we marry our faith and our academics Way too often. And so were you terrified to come to your parents? Let them know, hey, I'm, dro- I'm dropping I'm out. I'm like
1: not going back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't know if you remember. Spring Break Conference. Which one? Um, Living Your Purpose. Marlon. Yeah. Pastor Marlon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that changed my life. Wow. That con- I was leading worship. Yeah. That changed my life because yeah. he was preaching on. The whole series was Living Your Purpose or whatever. Mm. I was a... It was like the year before. I was like a senior in high school. Yeah. And I can't remember what year. I think it was 2015.
0: Okay. It's
1: a senior. And that was the year I was like I I know I'm called for ministry. Yeah. I know I'm called like not just the church, but like I know I'm called mm. for something greater than just mm. what I'm here for right yeah. now. So that was the year I told my parents that I didn't want to do regular school. <laughs>
0: And you just were bold with it. You were. I like, was
1: like, I don't want. I want to do yeah. ministry school. Yeah. And that time they were like, "Are you kidding? <laughs> You're dropping out of school!" Like yeah. just distraught yeah. that I wanted to do something other than yeah. what I had planned.
0: You said, "Look at me now. <laughs> <just kidding>. Look, <laughs> we'll get to that. We ain't he worthy about- <laughs> of all praise. <laughs> of all praise. and honor. Um,
1: yeah, no." I. That's but, when I. That year, I told them. Was there
0: tension? Like so was much the, tension. My yeah. parents. We
1: didn't speak for like a, a week and a. Half. And you know our Ooh, family. Yeah, yeah. We're super close. We talk every day. Yeah. We talk about everything yeah. under the sun. There's yeah. nothing that we hide from our parents.
0: Not that week. They gave you the silent treatment. That week,
1: they said, "Who's roof you living under?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not mine, <laughs> right? It was. It was one of those. And so a year later. They saw was, was how school, regular school, school was for me.
0: Yeah, you, they saw you struggling, and yeah. you're like, all right. So did you go to college then to please them? Yeah. Because you knew at that point that's not what you wanted to do. It wasn't what I wanted
1: to do. We had talked after, and my dad was coincidentally living your purpose, the conference. My dad went to one of the services. Wow. and. Yeah. It was actually the Sunday service where pa- Pastor Marlon was um, speaking to the parents, and he was wow. like, "Parents, like your kids aren't your own. Woo! Like, it was just that whole Yikes. week was such a crazy coincidence. Yeah, I don't believe in coincidences, but that's the only word I can use. That was like, what the heck is happening? This is yeah. so crazy. But
0: yeah. that was on. He the said,
1: yeah. "Parents, like I'm like your kids aren't your own. Like, mm. if your kids want to serve the Lord, do mm. ministry. Mm. That's their purpose. Let them live their purpose. Yeah. At the end of the day, the day, he." He gave them to you. Yeah. So your only job is to give them back, right?
0: <sighs> that's so good. So my dad yeah. was
1: bawling his eyes out. Like, he was crying, and he apologized, and I apologized. And at that point, I was just like, ah, dang it, I think we can do a happy medium. Yeah. So I'm like, let me study, like, sociology. Let me do something that's yeah. in between yeah. what I want to do and what they want to do. Sociology is still serving people. Yeah,
0: yeah. I it's get still that. people. Yeah, I majored in psychology, so I get, yeah. You know, yeah. like,
1: it's still around that area. Yeah. So I went to school partially to please them, Mm. to make them be like, okay, like, let me just do this and then I can do whatever.
0: Do what you want to do.
1: Yeah. Um, And then, well, still breathing into the (laughs) mic. Yeah. And then a year later, I, the whole school thing happened and I sat them down and I was like, I'm not going back to school. Like I want to do ministry school. Found Bethel. The only thing I knew about Bethel was, wow, Bethel was... (laughs) Bethel was Bethel music yeah. and I mean we listened to them I led their songs yeah. I led all yeah, this That's
0: stuff. all the conferences we went to church services It's like that's Hillsong Bethel Elevation
1: all of it yeah. all of the above so I didn't know there was a school the mm-hmm. first thing I saw was uh, worship you which was like one week long i'm like okay i'm not gonna throw away my whole <laughs> life for a week <laughs> i was like there has to be like i knew there had to be something yeah. and i was like ran one random day i was like on youtube and i saw the promo for their ministry. it was like rand i was like huh. watching someone do makeup or something oh, like it was wow. a random video and, and then it led you to it literally the next cue was huh. bethel school of supernatural ministry and it was three years and
0: when you saw that had you already talked to your parents or did you okay because so i was you, like i'm not
1: gonna bring them it's like
0: without a plan yeah yeah, yeah. okay that's
1: something you never do yeah as an Abisha kid
0: <laughs> if you're gonna break some news some bad news make sure you have
1: to have a solution a solu- <laughs> for the damage you've had to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure so when you watch the ad or what have you for school for bethel school. school were you like
1: i was like you know when you like it just in you you know when you feel the moment and you're like oh this is this is god yeah you like everything is lining up and you're like this is where i'm supposed to be yeah um i actually had a dream huh yeah that night too okay it was like either that night or like a couple days later Mm. um and i knew it was like god literally like played for me what Mm. it was gonna be it was crazy yeah um and then i sat my parents down and I was like, you know, like I, I know the Bible says honor your father and mother, Mm. um, but honoring and, you know, respecting you doesn't actually mean I have to agree Mm. with you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is, I, which I think is very misused. Yeah. Honor your father and mother doesn't actually mean agree with
0: everything. Yeah. Um, or honor them above honoring God and what he has for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we never talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, yeah, it could be used as manipulation yeah. to do something that might be a good thing, but not mm-hmm. be a godly thing. It might be great for someone else, maybe not for you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just this weird line where you're just like, OK. And then, yeah, like in our community, there is no um, what's it called? There is no uh, rite of passage. Where you're like, okay, now you're an adult, yeah. and you make your decisions. We'll support you, we'd we'll give advice, but this is ultimately on you now. It's just like even till this day, I'm I'm turning I was, I'm turning 30 <laughs> this year. My mom still <laughs> talks to me like I'm 16. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but there's it's just this, you know, you're always their baby, and it's like, oh, always. we want to, yeah, I'm your child, but yeah, like you said, I'm first called to God before yeah. I'm called. I, I'm called to God before I'm even called to myself.
1: Very true. Right?
0: And so, yeah, there's that weird line of honoring God over honoring your parents. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a weird, it was just like this weird, I've never, I've never sat down and Mm. talked to my parents like I was an adult. Mm. I always sat down and was like, okay, okay." (laughs) Yeah. But it was never like, I love you Mm. and thank you so much for everything you've done in my life, but this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And it was like, and I was, I I think there was a little bit of trauma Uh, (laughs) attached to the last time I sat them down and I was like, I want to do ministry. Yeah. But this time I came in low
0: and was Mm. just like,
1: I just want to serve God. Mm. And there's a ministry school in Redding, California. Yeah. I'll be closer to Moni. (laughs) Like, you know, gave them all of the things and they were like, okay, we'll support Uh, you. Wow. 100%. Yeah. And I was, like, only God can do that, y'all. Yeah, it was, the shift was... If
0: you're not, obviously, you don't <laughs> understand. That's a miracle. <laughs> That's a whole a miracle. miracle. Yeah. Like, it was
1: very, yeah, we'll support you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, we're proud of you. Like, this yeah. is good, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, they had, like, what exactly is the school? Is it accredited? Is it not? Right, it's right. not accredited. That you don't be. actually come out with a degree, mm. but it's a ministry school. All right. of the things that we learn are, like... Theology and yeah. anything you would learn in a regular theological school, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't a credit. Like all of those things, they had questions about, but yeah. nonetheless, they were very supportive.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, aside from like the little, you know, you read on social media about Bethel Church, and it's
0: yeah, it's what you some read things. on social media, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So they had those setbacks too, but yeah. Other than that, they were very just like, okay, well, I guess we'll trust God and yeah. we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, awesome. So you told them for the second time. This mm-hmm. time they're a little bit more receptive. Mm-hmm. Gave you your blessings. Packed up your bags and moved to Reading, California. Yeah. What was that like? Was it a culture shock?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> was it a culture shock? Listen,
0: y'all, Siri would send me videos. <laughs> <laughs> being in chapel of things i was yeah. like yo what's like, going on what
1: is holy laughter what's holy la- laughter? what is that stuff what are you doing <laughs> laughing <laughs> during service
0: mind <laughs> you guys we're already as avisha super charismatic yeah like really charismatic and this was a whole another level of
1: just all
0: but not only that but now you're surrounded by a whole bunch of you know white people and you know you're no longer surrounded by Ethiopians and Eritreans and there's culture shock there and then mm-hmm. yeah what was that experience like
1: that the move from I will say when I um when I decided that yeah. I was going to be like okay god this is what you're saying I'm just yeah. I'm just going to go for it yeah I have no plan I have no grid um I was like I need a job mm-hmm. I need to work full time now cuz I'm not in school yeah so I I basically was like, okay, God, I need a job. Um, took the year
0: huh.
1: off, um, just to work, got oh. a job at Google oh, with nice. Fiber, Fiverr yeah. in Kansas city. And it paid really good. I was able to save up a bunch of money okay. and my parents were like, all right, you save. So with Bethel, you have to pay off your tuition in full
0: okay. before yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, And it's, uh, you do that every year. Yeah, for ev- So not the whole three years you pay off, but every year mm-hmm. it's tuition. You have to pay it off in full. Um, First miracle I've ever seen mm. happen personally. Mm. Um, I saved up enough money. I think it was like the deposit was like $500 and then you have to like pay off $4,500 before you go. Mm. Um, I saved up $4,500 and literally the day that I was like, oh, praise God, I'm going to pay off my tuition because I'm leaving in a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. Paid it off and I get an email that someone had PayPal'd me $4,500 wow. and it said anonymous.
0: Wow that's crazy until
1: this day i don't know who that person wow. is wow but it was almost like it felt like hey, a. If,
0: if you're watching right now feel yeah. free to paypal me 4500 I, I thought it was an altar call <laughs> not PayPal me. Yes. till this
1: day i don't know who it was and that was yeah. the first time i was like oh god is actually with mm. me like god actually um, understands yeah. that this is a risk for me wow. yeah. um and then i get to reading and I need God more than ever. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, <laughs> but um, it was a culture shock. I didn't realize I had missed the Avisha community mm. as much as I. You know they say you never you never know what you have till it's gone. Yeah, yeah. The Avisha community was gone. Yeah, like I was the only. Yeah i think there was like two or three ethiopians that i met later that year okay and then um one friend who was from canada mm. that we like applied around the same time and got accepted but okay that's it like yeah. there was nothing it was all just a bunch of white people um there was a small group of There was a small black community
0: yeah and you clung to your when <laughs> i say
1: small i'm not exaggerating it was Small, like yeah, it was yeah. exactly what I'm saying. It's small. Um,
0: I know. I've, yeah, I, I went to a Christian university. So yes, <laughs> Northwestern. We just
1: <laughs> every black person knew each other in Reading. Literally, I know how
0: that goes. Yo. So yeah. it was,
1: yeah, it was a small community, but I'm really grateful for that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the church was very. I mean, we come from a very Pentecostal church, yeah. very charismatic. Um, yeah. My first service there. I heard someone laughing during church. And I was like, what's going
0: on? Is there a comedian in the house? I literally, I was like, did he say, did I miss it? Did Bill say
1: something funny?
0: Did I miss the punchline? Right. It was
1: just like, what is going on? And then, and you hear, I think on videos, Bethel Church looks like this humongous, like, It's not a big church at all. Yeah, we have a lot of services, but it's not this like huge stadium. For sure, it's like a normal sized church. Yeah, but when you hear people laugh, you hear it from like all corners of the room. (laughs) It's just like popcorn laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a popcorn laughing. Yes,
1: and I didn't like. I did not know what was happening. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Over time, they explain it to us. Like, it's just something. Some things you can't um put words to yeah some things i learned very quickly that god speaks to us and works in us differently Mm. um like differently for me than he does in you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um holy spirit could come differently in me than he does in you yeah um and so with that's really what was like oh my gosh okay yeah I've never seen it, so I didn't know what to call it. What to call it, yeah. I had, I had no context for it. I yeah. literally thought they were crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But. I hear that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people still do. Yeah, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's not. It's, the Lord speaks to me in dreams and
0: visions. hmm yeah.
1: And I thought that was crazy. Yeah. I would see all these dreams and then meet the people that I had dreams about. And it's yeah. like, what is yeah, going Yeah,
0: you were on? telling us some crazy stories last night. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like. And I would never, I mean, I never knew that that, it's not something that you just are like, all right, God, this is how you're going to speak to me. He just does it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: it's your job whether you're going to listen or pick up on it or not. That's real. With the laughter, yeah, that's what I learned. Um, The same way that I wouldn't want someone to judge me on how I Mm. communicated with the Lord or what he did in me. I wouldn't want to do that to anyone
0: else. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I think for some reason, in the Christian context, like it's one thing to be cautious. Mm-hmm. We can even disagree, mm-hmm. but to judge is a whole nother thing, yeah. you know? And I feel like we got to do a better job of, you know, walking in truth yeah. and in grace, yeah. you know? And I feel like unity is difficult. Yeah. Um, But yeah, sometimes we just have to check our preferences, you know? And one of the reasons why we started shaping the culture is to acknowledge that our culture isn't, god mm-hmm. right that god has his kingdom and we have to adhere to that and that should impact our culture yeah. here in this life or what have you and mm-hmm. so but yeah that's not to say people can't caution um around that or disagree with that mm-hmm. but it is to say like the moment we start judging the moment we start putting down the moment i think that's a whole nother another level a lo- another level so yeah you move there mm-hmm. You know, you have a culture shock yeah. um, on different levels, theologically, socially, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever get to a point where, because I think sometimes people think that following your dream is this easy path or following oh, your dream. No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 it's like, all right, I made the move, God. I, I know you're with me. I got 40, like you provided forty five hundred, the exact amount of money. Or like to the to the dollar yeah. that I needed. You gave. So obviously you're with me. Mm-hmm. And you're going in Cali with full confidence, bold, like no one can tell me nothing, right? right? Like I God is with me. I'm pursuing my I've seen miracles already. My parents blessing me. So on and so forth, right? When you got there though, was it difficult?
1: I couldn't find a job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I was like, "God, you got me here. Sustain me now." Wow, like, that's
0: tough. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. some. It's it's uh-huh. one thing to get there, to yeah. make it
1: there, but to stay there.
0: Yeah, it's another thing. It's there's another a
1: lot of. I mean, my family can tell you, like, yeah. there's a lot of moments where I would just call them crying, like, yeah. I have twenty five cents in my bank account and wow. my six hundred dollar rent is due tomorrow, like,
0: wow. yeah. stuff like
1: that, yeah. and I would just, wow, like. They would help, mm. and then other times it was, I would just sit in in class and be like, oh man, God, I I got like thirty dollars left, mm. but I need to make it last three weeks. Mm. Um, I'm That's hungry real. though. I don't have lunch. Wow. Yeah. Person sitting next to me, be like, hey, can I buy you lunch? Sheesh. Like, like small, like random stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very random. Wow. Very
1: God, you hear my prayers actually. Even like the little ones, like, oh, I'm hungry, God. Mm, (laughs) Like, I want some chicken. Or like,
0: yeah.
1: I would love some McDonald's fries, like to the T, like small, specific prayers Mm. that He just delights in blessing us
0: with. Mm, Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah, I'll get you some McDonald's fries through the stranger that you never talked to. But Mm, yeah. That's
0: crazy. It just feels like God is with you and just making way. One way after another, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: providing food, rent, all of that good stuff. On top of that, for those who might not know, you're a worship leader. Yeah, and
1: that story.
0: (laughs) Listen, you're in Redding, California, where people go there to worship lead. Yeah, so it's probably super competitive. Very, it's hard to. I remember. Do you remember? Because like you had asked me for a letter of recommendation. Yeah, but your opportunity to lead how that came to be oh, yeah. like, can you even talk about how God came through yeah. in? Cause like, how do you stand out? Right. It has to be the favor of God yeah. because you've got all these other people trying to do the same things as you. There's probably other people that are just as talented, if not more talented or even yeah. more experienced. Oh, yeah. It's hard to stand out. Like how did God even provide for you to kind of get into these spaces yeah. so that you can fulfill the calling that you believe the Lord had for you?
1: I just want to put it out there. The only reason I made it to BSSM is because Ebenezer wrote my no, recommendation letter. <laughs> uh, they were true. like, who is this man? Yes, accept her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a great letter of recommendation. It was really good. Yeah, I is. had to try, you know you what know? I saying.
1: Like, um,
0: but I just remember that opening that up. story. Not just, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so basically I went into reading. I have been leading worship since I was like, man, how old was I? <laughs> Like thirteen, young, yeah. <laughs> I was leading like leading thir- conferences and Midwest and camps and, yeah, camps and yeah. stuff. And if you guys don't know, we grew up together. Yeah, um, we've known each other for a very long time, over fifteen years. It's
0: crazy, and our families have known each other longer longer
1: than that. But yeah, I I started leading worship at a very very young age and been doing it for a long time. Was very committed to our local Ethiopian church in Kansas. Mm.
0: That's see, that's a whole other message because you were faithful for mad years before you even got these opportunities. You know, people think you just got here. (laughs) They don't know sometimes that you were were singing in a room full of just kids that didn't even want to be there. Right. Or like maybe ten people showed up to service that day, you know. Faithful
1: in the little you'll be ruler over much. A word. Abu <laughs> preached a message about that yesterday.
0: Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. I was there's kids that didn't want to be there. <laughs> I was like, y'all, me neither, but let's do it. Or
0: even <laughs> even being a part of a church that I mean, when you're a part of obviously Church, you know you don't have the budget to get the mics that you need, the sound system that you need. Dry. The, you that worship was dry. <laughs> you're like out of yeah, there's just so many things that are yeah. There's just no resources. There's like no There reason. is no
1: resources. And here I am at a church that has all of the resources you can think of under the sun.
0: Overnight. Overnight. But it wasn't overnight because you were faithful for 15 plus years. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: There was, I mean, there was moments at the church where I was like, God, <laughs> I can't keep leading worship. Like there's 300 people in the room when there's yeah. three. Yeah. Or yeah. like. You know, that's real. That's a real battle. Yeah. And I I don't think we talk about it. I think maybe it's our human Mm. pride, but it's like as a worship leader, it sucks to lead worship in front of four people. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like going all out. like God, (laughs) Lift up your hands and worship and you look and the the boys are on their phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel it because as a pastor, when you're preaching to three people in the room and, you know, two of them have to be there. Because you know, the so parents
1: are in the choir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally. But to speak to that, like I remember one time, I don't know if I ever shared this on the podcast, but yeah, we were just going through it as a young adult ministry before we planted Perizeme Church. Yeah. And, you know, people see Perizum Church and like, Oh, you guys are doing great things, but it's a it's a it's it's a lot of ups and downs. It's very difficult. I mean, COVID did not make things easier. But I remember there was a time when we were the young adult ministry and <laughs> So we had, we were trying to set culture. And so we told the worship team, because again, being Avisha, we're very late to things. And so we're like, guys, we're not going to start service or we're going to start service as soon as our service time starts. We're not going to wait for people to show up to start. So we're like, all right, if we start at 5 PM, we start at 5 PM with or without people. So there have been multiple times where we would start service and people would walk in just having full blown conversations, thinking the worship team was practicing they had no idea we had started a service. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. There were times where I've like preached and there's like only one. Pre- and I remember one time, uh, one of our members, she, you know, I was dropping her off home one day and, you know, I was discouraged. I was like, gosh, I just, you know, you spend all this time studying. And, you know, you when in your mind, when you're preparing a set or you're preparing a message, you're like, this is going to the masses. This is going to be great. And then you get there and it's three people. And, like, and I'm like, all right. Here's the test: Do I give them as much as I would give to a space that was packed out, or do I treat the room like it was irrelevant? Right. And I remember God telling me, "No, you. Pr- if if there's, I mean, G- God, Jesus leaves the ninety-nine for the one, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, I'm going to preach like it's a packed house." And I remember I didn't even think people noticed. I remember this member of ours when I was dropping her off. She's like, "Hey, I want to say thank you." I was like, "For what?" She's like, "Because." Every time you preach, you preach like there's a bunch of us in the room. And then she was like, I don't know why you do that, but it makes me feel seen. And thank you. There and it I, is. Th- there it is, right? But you, yeah, overnight you have all the equipment. Mm-hmm. You have the ear in, the, what, What's the, the, the called? Right. The ear ends? I don't know.
1: Ear ins. i weak. Parker's like, bro.
0: <laughs> Listen, I stay in my lane. Parker right. Knows. <laughs> come see me preach this text though i'll exegete that no (laughs) no. yeah no but um yeah you were a part of a context in a church that didn't have resources didn't have the things needed yeah people weren't showing up like faithful all these years and then you get here and then sorry i keep interrupting no yeah yeah,
1: no i mean it's all important yeah like it's all we were talking about this yesterday too how nothing Mm. that i have ever endured was wasted yeah like i see things i see um, i feel emotions that mm. used to come up and i'm like nah so you're like you've already been through this you yeah. know the faithfulness of god so yeah. just keep pushing through. that's good yeah um when there was like three four people in the room and i didn't even want to worship mm. like it was to the point where i like i was just there's i remember there's a moment where i was just like f- i used to feel weird about even opening up a set mm. in prayer mm. I don't know why that is the most the hardest thing for worship leaders to do. Yeah. At least starting out. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to be like, hey, guys, welcome to service. <laughs> Let's yeah. just like lift up our hands and praise, you know? Yeah. That was so hard for me. Yeah. Because I only knew I'm like, God, oh, there's three or four people. Like my posture wasn't mm. right.
0: Wow. Yeah. I came into
1: leading every set with the wrong posture. Mm. And God was like, if you go in somewhere, you got to fix mm. that. Yeah. Fix that first. Yeah. So he, he was literally fixing me up. Yeah. Every Sunday, wow. he was, like, fine-tuning. building me up, fine-tuning yeah. every little thing. I didn't go perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a word. I didn't go perfect, that's but when word. I got
1: there, I knew that there were more things internally that needed fine-tuning. Yeah. But he had to fix what needed to be fixed in Kansas before I moved wow. on to the next season. Um, that's a word.
0: Yeah. Like, on one end, God wanted to train you to a certain level, to get to the next phase mm-hmm. but on the other hand he didn't leave or he didn't lead you into the next season fine-tuned there were still some because I think sometimes you know the temptations to believe man as soon as I perfect this mm-hmm. then this door will open and sometimes God uses the open door to perfect us Yep. right and so did you go with an imposter syndrome then at all were you you know you're surrounded by all these worship leaders man so many talented talented and skillful people you've got people leading Bethel worship in in the service or teaching classes or at chapel or yeah like what was that like for you to be in that place you know having the Lord work on you but at the same time knowing there was so much work that still needed to be done
1: yeah no I mean everyone that I looked up to Hmm. as a young worship leader was
0: there mm, wow
1: like talk about b- being in the same room as your heroes mm, yeah, that's crazy yeah yeah and I, I mean i was there but it was just like what am i doing here yeah, yeah. like well i don't do i even deserve to be here wow. i went to reading knowing because i had been in the worship thing for mm, so long mm. um i went for the god i didn't i didn't actually want to lead worship when i was there wow Yeah, I was just like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, Uh, I don't think, like, if God really wants me to be in worship, he'll make it happen. But I'm not going to go in and do all the things. I'm here for the Lord. I'm here to learn more about him, more about the word. Mm. Um, Like, I'm more, I used to say to my brother or my family, actually, he texted me a couple months ago and was like, I just remember this conversation we had a while back. And you kept saying that you're more than just a worship leader. Mm. And he was like, it actually just hit me what that, mean, wow. what that meant, what you meant when you said that. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I just want to encourage you, you are. Yeah. So I went into Reading, like, I'm more than just a worship leader. I'm not yeah. going to come here and spend another 13 years I'm doing the same thing. I, th- I believe God is doing more in me than just music mm. and just worship.
0: So you went in like...
1: Heck no. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like, God, I want to be just a child yeah. of God before anything else. Mm-hmm. And... What was that like? Did you feel like you were just, and that probably was really refreshing because you came from a context where you're probably leading all the time.
1: And no one knew who I was. No, no one, knew. one knew I did music. Yeah. Everyone just knew that I was just there. It's first student. year student. Yeah. Um, And then Sunday service, my first Sunday service alone, I went, didn't know anyone. It was a 6 PM service. It's like packed out. Mm. Um, And I was like, dang, there's so many people, no seats left. Um, Eric Johnson, one of the pastors, got up on stage, and he was like, if you're a first-year student, just stand up. We just want to pray over you guys Mm. and just bless your year. This was before school started. Mm. Mind you, the audition list.
0: Ridiculous, To
1: audition for worship teams in first year was insane. It was like hundreds of people applied. Yeah. So many people didn't make it. Wow. That was video auditions. So this is, like, the whole summer they had been prepping to, like, send in their video audition, like, got to submit it so we can get accepted. And then there's live auditions. And then after the live auditions, there were callbacks, Mm. for people who made it after the live audition, Mm. and then you make it. Yeah. And here I am at church, missed all of those steps. (laughs) (laughs) Was like, I'm not doing it. I had decided. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, didn't send in a video, didn't, like, nothing. Yeah. Didn't pay attention. I didn't even read the emails about it because I was, like, decided. Yeah. Um, two women laid their hands on me that Sunday and they were like praying and they were like, well, the first lady was like, I just feel like, I just feel like there's something in you that mm. we need. And, um, oh, I can't remember. She was just something along the lines of like, um. Music. She was oh. like, I just like see music on your life or whatever. Yeah. I was like, Okay, great. Like, I don't know, prophetic yeah. words are weird. Yeah, like you yeah, just yeah. you're like, okay.
0: Heard that, very vague. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, do you
1: know where I came from? Yeah. <laughs> like, so not to be like, uh, but it was just like, Okay, like great, I receive it. Thank you. Yeah. Like it's probably about the future. Yeah, yeah. The far future. Far future, and yeah, not then, the near future, yeah. Right. So then i sat down and the lady um some random woman was like hey there's there's a scene next to me just come sit And so i sat and i was like uh ah, like i can't because i had already been to the morning service that day mm. and so um i was like okay i was just here for worship. So let me just like pack up my things and go and as yeah. i'm packing up the lady behind me taps on me and she was like hey are you leaving and i was like oh i'm caught here we go <laughs> yeah. and i was like yeah i'm just gonna head out and she was like I just like, I was fighting this a whole service, but I just, I don't know, it's really specific. But mm. God told me that you're not gonna audition. Mm. And I was like, What?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, I just wanna tell you that you think you're not auditioning for this just because you think that you need to grow in every other way, but God wants you to know that He wants to grow you even more mm. in your craft. Wow. And you will reach everything else uh, that you want. But yeah. like you need audition yeah. for worship teams. You have a lot to give. Uh. And I was like, oh, not this church. <laughs> oh, God, where did I come? Yeah, like yeah. what in the world? That's These people freaky. read my mail. Yeah. <laughs> my mail. They went to my house, opened my mailbox and read all the mail. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. She yeah. said a lot more. I can't remember. I have it written somewhere. But yeah. she just said a lot that I was like, oh, my gosh, this is everything this I is, told the Lord that yeah. I wasn't going to do
0: how did you feel were you like uh okay. i was like
1: who do you like do you know Elton? do you know like i was <laughs> the only friend i had in Reading at the time i yeah. was like you probably know yeah i was just trying to create like excuses for yeah. how she would know and not yeah. accept that oh my gosh like god actually wa- wants me here for a reason yeah yeah so auditions are closed um i texted him and i was like hey like i got this prophetic word and he was like just do it just email the worship pastor and i did and um it's very much like You didn't do it. You didn't make it. You don't make it. Like, Mm, you didn't audition. You missed the date. Like, it's very cutthroat because it's so competitive. Yeah. And I emailed her. She didn't respond till the next day. And it was Monday. Live auditions were on Tuesday. Mm. And Monday she emailed me and she was like, send me a video. (laughs) And uh, I was like, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I grabbed my guitar and I was like, look, (laughs) I'm going to let God be God. (laughs) So I'm not going to try anything. Yeah. She's like, just sing these two songs. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I sent, sa- I sang the two songs, sent her the video, um, heard nothing back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh God, yeah. if this is to humble me, <laughs> like you made me do make this yeah. video, yeah. and I wasn't gonna hear from her. I like, wasn't what even lesson are you to
0: audition? Yeah, right, yeah. like,
1: what were you? What are you trying to teach me, God? Yeah. Is it just the process of going through something and being rejected? Do you want yeah. me to like accept rejection already? Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then Tuesday morning at like eight in the morning, yeah, I get a call from her intern and was like, "Are you Siri? We want you to come live audition eight uh. a.m." I was like, "Okay, what song am I singing? This song in this key."
0: <laughs> Dang.
1: I was like, "I don't even get okay, great." Yeah. <laughs> Put on clothes. Like, didn't even shower. Ran uh. to the audition place. Um, there was like so many people before. I was the last person to audition because my last name starts with a W. Thanks dad. Uh, And you know, the struggle (laughs) graduate, high school graduation was the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I was like the second to last person.
0: (laughs) My parents hated it. And it's W. O.
1: (laughs) Just not.
0: And then R.
1: (laughs) Right. It was like all of the last half (laughs) of the alphabet. Yikes. K and then U (laughs) again but um Gosh. yeah so i was the last person to audition every single person let me give you an example of how one audition went yeah <laughs> she goes i don't know i'm probably going over time but no you're good this, this is, is
0: good that's why we're here
1: so you sing or whatever <laughs> she has like there's like some bethel music people and then there's like some leadership people yeah like judging
0: yeah yeah you yeah
1: like just saying eh. <laughs> Or yeah she's great Nah, not that one just like <laughs> I'm like, what First is all, this American Idol?
0: I'm yeah. already sweating because <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't get to shower. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah, and, y'all smell that? <laughs> no, right, it's me rotting <laughs> in my chair. <laughs> and I, so one girl goes, she's singing, doing her thing, faithful to the end. Can you sing like you're older than? 19 or that's what they would say wow or like sing like your age wow or stop trying to perform just sing yeah. like they're so direct
0: yeah yeah Straight and with it yeah
1: i was so offended at first <laughs> but let me tell you yeah. that honesty grows you
0: Oof, that's a word for somebody
1: honesty grows. we were on. talking about this today yikes. or yesterday yikes when you're so honest with someone yeah. and how you like it grows them because yeah. imagine if they were like, "Yeah, you were good, and, and you, you don't make good. it." Yeah, <laughs> they said I was great. I don't know what was wrong. Like you can't fix it, and
0: everything was wrong. You just you didn't hear you about d- where, hear, yeah,
1: right. <laughs> so they were just like, "Uh, yeah, like this," you know. Yeah. So they did that for everyone. They so they spent like two or three minutes on everyone. Jeez. And I go up, and I sing two seconds of the song. They cut me off and told me, "Okay, great." <laughs> what i was like no feedback <laughs> no you did amazing all
0: right Imagine. that's how we heard that's what i literally
1: <laughs> i did let me tell you i did faithful to the end
0: yeah which which part by
1: paul and hannah mcclure bethel music shout
0: out <laughs>
1: um i said um <laughs> and i will sing of all you've done i'll remember how far you carried me from beginning to the end you are faithful faithful all right thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much siri all right everyone we'll call you back in an hour (laughs) that is how it went and i didn't come back (laughs) i was so nervous yeah yeah and then they i was like three days waiting like oh my gosh did i make it i don't know they spent hours (laughs) and two seconds on me
0: yeah yeah
1: and so i get an email I got called to the callbacks and i'm like god what are you doing (laughs) just embarrassing me out here in these streets (laughs) i'm a new person in this city and um long story short callbacks were the same they spent the same time on everyone i go up even less time i sing like two like sentences of the chorus and they're like all right thank you so much yeah thank you so much
0: yeah
1: um and then yeah i made teams
0: Gosh, that's crazy. So
1: yeah, everyone's like, How did you make deals? Like, honestly, I barely auditioned. Yeah. It was it was that's how you know it was the Lord. Um
0: because mm. you went in, you didn't even want to apply, you didn't want to sing, you just wanted to love yeah. the Lord.
1: Got these prophetic words.
0: You got a prophetic word. You I don't even know how it was a miracle that you even got an audition because mm-hmm. yeah. Imagine everybody has taken the summer to prep rec- for this. Yes, and then you just come in last minute. You don't even get. To I thought people sing. hated me. <laughs> yeah. Like
1: I literally was like, oh my gosh, yeah. everyone doesn't like me yeah. because I did no work. Yeah. To do this, and yeah. long story short, so at the end, so my first set that I ever led in school, mind you, in that environment, if you make teams, it's like
0: a big yeah. gold.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it is the big like thirteen hundred people in my class, I think it was. Wow. So you get to lead worship in front of thirteen hundred people every mm. week get like mentored by all these like amazing worship leaders so it's like a big deal you think you're like the biggest person like it really it gets to your head yeah i had them i definitely my first year i was like i'm in worship team (laughs) and i didn't even have to try like very just so cocky right like seriously sit down (laughs) you know but my first set uh before the day before my worship pastor was like hey like, let's go hang out before you first said I just want to cover you. And she just kind of asked, like, where I'm from and all of this stuff. And I was like, she was like, do you have any questions for me? And I was like, why did you choose me? Like, mm-hmm. why? What led you to let me do this? Mm-hmm. And she was like, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have let you in. Wow. And I was like, what? Dang. And she was like, yeah, if it was up to me, I wouldn't even have chosen you. I barely heard you sing. I was distracted the whole time. Just laid it out. And I was like, so why did you? Yeah. And at that made me like a leader, yeah. like a co-leader of a team. Yeah. And she was just, she said, um, one of her interns had reminded her of a dream that she had of me. She had a dream, and God had told her in the dream that an African woman
0: what? is gonna come,
1: curly hair, big black, wow, like woman is gonna come, and she's gonna audition, and you're gonna, you're gonna let her in. Wow. And she was like, at that point, she's like, that's why we didn't take that much time because we knew
0: we already knew. Dang, so in so my crazy. head, I'm like, God, I'm not good enough. Wow. What are you
1: doing? You're yeah. embarrassing me. Yeah. Like, are you trying to prepare me for rejection? What yeah. is going on? And yeah. on the other side of it, they already knew that God had told them it, it was, was done. already done. It was already done before I even <sighs> came.
0: So this year, the first Sunday of 2021, I preached from John 6, mm. where Jesus turns the the bread and fi- like he multiplies the, yeah. the, the five loaves of bread and two fish. But before he does, he asks, you know, the disciples, you know, like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to do this? They're all like, it, it can't happen. You know, they're, they're doing the math. They're trying to add it all up. They're looking at what they have. And they're like, even if we we took what we did have in our hands, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah. But what's crazy is in John 6, the Bible says he asked them only to test them and see what was in their heart he had already in mind what he was going to do yeah isn't that crazy like jesus was like i already know what i'm about to do
1: that verse sums up my entire first year (laughs) honestly my all three years yeah yeah
0: yeah it's like listen i i've got it all worked out yeah i'm god i got this
1: yeah
0: i just want to know where your faith is at yeah i want to know what you believe about me i want to know do you actually trust that what i have for you is 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 um yeah it's it's viable that it's actually going to happen or what have you and so as you're telling that story that's literally the passage and that's our verse for the year at Paracim wow. Church yeah he asked them only to test what there was not here find what he's gonna yeah so incredible
1: yeah so that was kind of like where it all started
0: yeah so um man, there's so much we want to talk about. I know.
1: I'm like, there's so much to talk about. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I was like, which direction do I want to go in? But this, I'm already captivated by this story. What was that like for you going up and leading? And then, I mean, you, you mentioned your only friend there was Elton Mm -hmm. and just building and connecting. Cause you got in another thing too, that's crazy about your story, Siri, that people probably don't know is the timing of it all oh yeah <laughs> like you moved right when bethel started this collective called is was, was it tribal or Maverick? so
1: actually i think it was like in the i don't know yeah but it was i want to say like halfway through my first year yeah or no maybe it was towards the end of my first year yeah. Is when maverick city like blew up
0: blew up yeah
1: but we were, like, recording it. Like, the first volume we recorded at some house in Redding, California. And they just ha- all happened to be there to re- to lead worship at, in our first year class.
0: Gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, like, the, the thing that's, like, crazy about your story. Because sometimes, like, and, man, I want to talk about this a little bit more. Because we talked about how God prepares you for everything. Yeah. If you never, think about if you went to uh, uh, Bethel school a year prior. Like, if you didn't take the year To work work. You just Like everything is like Fine tuned and lined up So that when you get there And when you go And you're recording Yeah I mean it's easy to look at Maverick City now And be like Oh my
1: gosh
0: But then it's like We're just in a house
1: (laughs) Like no one knew Who Chandler was I don't think (laughs) Like (laughs) <laughs> no one knew i didn't know yeah. jay thomas was there but like people knew jay thomas from ihop
0: yeah like
1: rand, like random people were yeah. in that room like some people from bethel music were there yeah. like our first year worship team like was having team night down the street like down the road like it was like five minutes away yeah we just had team night like every wednesday we have it and yeah. then thursday they were all gonna lead because it was like a whole it was like a black i think it was in february because yeah. we were doing a a black history month gospel set at school. Yeah. And
0: Shout out. They just
1: all Alton was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna invite some friends and they're gonna come lead and they were like, okay. And so they just all happened to be there. And so Dante I didn't know any of them. Yeah, Yeah. Like I didn't know any. That's when I first met like Naomi and Dante and them. Yeah. And yeah, it all just was random. Yeah.
0: So One of the things, like, you now leading in the context that you're leading, you've got some exciting things you probably can't even, (laughs) yeah. But one thing you and I talked about was how God trained you for where you are today. Like, the way in which, I mean, the setting that you were in, the church that you were in, the kind of worship that you sang, the gifts that you had, the way you honed in on your gifts, you in no way, shape, or form had to change who you were Mm. or who you are to be where God had for you yeah what like is that something you look back on and notice or every step of the way were you were you able to notice wow like I've all I've, my whole life has been in training for this moment like I've been like I don't know what was that like yeah. for you because sometimes we think our life is random yeah I got fired from this job and it's random a friend betrayed me and it's random this breakup is random. I'm not in school right now and everybody's in college and they're telling me that I'm going to not do anything with my life. And that's Ren. Yeah. But literally nothing goes to waste when you're in God's hands. Nope. And so did you like in the moment, like what was that like for you every step of the way? And you find yourself in a peculiar season, a peculiar uh, city with a group of individuals who nobody really knows. And you're over here just being faithful.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> Sticking it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. What was that like for you to just kind of? Because I wanted, to, I definitely wanted to encourage people with that story, yeah. just how God uses it all.
1: Yeah. No, nothing is wasted. As, <laughs> it's yeah. actually Chandler's merch. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Every time we say it, I laugh because it's, it's Chandler's like merch, like thing. It says nothing is wasted. But yeah. um, shameless plug. Um, Look <laughs> at it. Uh, you never know. You never realize it until you. Like you never realize where you are,
0: Mm.
1: present day, Mm. until you turn around and you're like, oh yeah, there was a mountain there that I climbed over, Mm. a a river that I walked through, and some woods that I had to. Like you never, but if you keep look like going forward, you're never actually gonna realize. Mm.
0: Wow, that's a word. You just gotta keep going.
1: You only see what's in front of you. Yeah, yeah. You never see what you've endured. I think yeah. that was the case for me. It was yeah. very, every so often I'll just like sit down and be like, oh my gosh, wow. I uh, led worship in front of four people. Mm-hmm. Even my first set mm-hmm. at BSSM, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like 1,300 people, I've mm-hmm. never done this. Yeah, yeah. So nervous. I was like sweating my pants. <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. so, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yoni and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. I used to like, not just not like, Just hate gospel music. (laughs) And you see where I am now and who I'm surrounded with now. And it's like, what? It's literally only gospel (laughs) artists. Like, mind you, like, I hate the differentiation of like CCM, gospel, like, worship is worship. But I was like, because Yoni went to a church that was like, so gospel yeah yeah and i was like ah, it's too loud it's just <laughs> like and i'm i'm you'll see like the songs that like, you know i'm like yeah, jesus <laughs> it's just so dainty I
0: surrender all. yeah very like
1: <laughs> very bethel yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i hop like kansas yeah, you know yeah, yeah that's what i grew up in so i like never i was like i don't i, I don't sing i'm not a gospel singer yeah. i don't do runs and like all this stuff yeah. And then now I'm like, oh, wow, God, you really do.
0: Yeah.
1: You really do bring things around. Yeah. <laughs> see, and now see. everyone that I'm around, they're gospel artists. And yeah. Like I'm around people that Yoni's like, oh, my gosh.
0: Remember when I person? told you about them four years ago? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm
1: like, what, well, who? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me about them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, you never know. You know. I would encourage people to just like ha- sit down and just maybe journal or not, mm-hmm. just think about, like, just look back yeah. and say, where was I like four years ago? Yeah. And where am I now? Yeah. And what are all the things that I had to endure mm-hmm. in order to get to this place that I'm in? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very simple to say, like, it's nothing like, that's amazing. That's a word, but it's like, just do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We can be here all day long. Yeah. But we've already spent some time. I wanted to ask you, what would be your encouragement? I feel like you're just now, we were talking about this the last couple of days, but I really believe believe that the Lord is setting you up and leading you into your, I feel like everything that you ever worked for is about to start, you know, paying off. And I don't even know what the future has for you. But based off of the things that the Lord has given you the opportunity to do thus far, you could tell he's got big plans for you. Um, For anybody listening in right now, shaping the culture, Maybe they're an artist, maybe they're an actor, maybe they're an engineer, maybe they're a janitor, maybe they're a student, maybe they're a single parent, Whoever is tuning in, and they're like, they've got this God-given dream, but where they are just seems so, yeah, it doesn't seem plausible for that dream to come to fruition, whether it's the state that they're in, the city that they're in, the context that they're in. You've had to overcome a lot of these obstacles. What would be your encouragement to someone who believes that God is calling them to greater, but it's hard for them to see it because of where they're at?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, breathing again. <laughs> <laughs> you never, like, I give it up. Mm. Mm. You know, you don't, none of this is yours.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. None
1: of it, your job isn't yours. Yeah. Your kids aren't yours. Your house isn't yours
0: yeah
1: your dreams aren't even yours mm, yeah it's not crazy your, yeah. dr- your own dreams and <laughs> desires are actually aren't even yours yeah, yeah but god does it in a way that they are
0: yours yeah yeah that's so good they're not yours so yeah. just
1: risk is one of the biggest things that i have the importance of risk mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things that i have learned mm-hmm. in the last couple of years It's giving God a chance.
0: Mm. Wow, risk is giving God a chance. That's a word, yeah.
1: Giving him a chance to show up. Mm. Not testing him, though. Yeah. It's different than testing God. Mm. But taking a risk and saying, okay, God, you and I both know that I'm called to this. Mm. But... Sometimes risk actually looks like staying faithful to the job that looks like yeah. it's going nowhere.
0: Staying there, yeah. That, I- that yeah, that could be a lot more risky than leaving. Than
1: leaving. Yeah. Because sometimes it's easy to leave. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: If yeah. it was up to me. Yeah. I wanted to go to Bethel, but when I got the job at Google Fiber,
0: <laughs> like it was a real nice. good job. Yeah, yeah.
1: God was like, okay, now it's time. I'm like, <laughs> no! <laughs> you know? Yeah. But sometimes risks looks, risk looks differently It looks different than what we always think it is or we see other people say risk was leaving for me and risk could be staying for you or Mm -hmm. risk was putting out that song as an artist and just or putting out a GoFundMe saying, hey, Mm. like I'm trying to put this out. Would you come and support me? That's risk for a lot of people. And then risk for some people is don't release anything.
0: Mm. Pray on it some more. See God's face. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was risk for me. Mm-hmm. I still haven't put anything <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it
1: was like and God is just like, oh uh, like working things mm-hmm. out. And now I'm like so grateful that I didn't, didn't put, put anything. anything out. That's a word, yeah. Because I don't like I I don't have to do anything for it.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: So my biggest encouragement is take the risk, but really articulate what that risk looks like for your situation. Yeah and then you're giving God a chance to say to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I feel it. I um this morning I was reading on the story of Jacob in Genesis mm. and how my guy Jacob he uh he he's trying to constantly finagle his way into the blessing. Mm. So whether it's deceiving Esau oh yeah or later on deceiving Laban his father-in-law like you just see him constantly trying to make things happen for himself and the thing is though you know he he works 14 years to try to get Rachel I mean this for you seven years he thought he's gonna get Rachel
1: got the wrong one yeah
0: Leah dog <laughs> but I, I was like yo this man had to be in love to work another seven years for Rachel? Like, are you kidding me? What
1: kind of love is what this? What kind <laughs> of love is this? Yeah, I
0: want that, God. I was praying, Lord, to, <laughs> I want that kind of love. But all that to say, um, you just see him from moment to moment try to make it happen for himself. And what ends up happening is his first wife, Leah, who he doesn't want to have mm-hmm. be his wife, she gives birth to Judah, praise, which the line of Jesus comes from. And it's so it's a crazy story because it was after Judah was born. Leo's like, forget it. Like I'm never, I'm not gonna try to. And it's 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 this blessing has come to him, but it's because of God's grace. And I'm I'm going through, shout out to Windows and Mirror, shout out to John O and Keith. Y'all have been helping me go through the Bible. And John O says something that was so profound in light of these stories. He says, Nobody finagles their way into God's blessing. We stumble our way into it.
1: Amen. You know what
0: I'm saying? And I think that we have to understand that this idea of scheming and trying to make it happen for ourselves. And because, you know, like I love what you said about risk sometimes looks like just not putting anything out because in a culture, in a society where it's grind culture and hustle culture and you got to do this and you got to put ads on your thing and then you got to be constantly in people's faces. It's almost like you have to make it happen for yourself and no, you don't need to like you can't fumble the bag. Mm-hmm. If God wants you here, he'll lead you there. Like if God didn't want you where he where you're at right now, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have led you in a unique way to where you're at. You in a million years. I mean, 10 years ago at Midwest, you, we didn't we didn't we didn't come up with this game plan. We didn't sit. We're not too. We're not so wise where we can sit and say, "All right, this is the game plan. You're gonna do this, and then you're gonna go to college for a year, and then you're gonna drop out and work for a year. And then after that, there's gonna be this worship team that's about to blow up, and then you're gonna get in before they blow up." And then right. they blow. it's like we don't. And so you don't finagle <laughs> your way into the blessing of God.
1: That's so silly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's silly, but I feel like that's what we're trying to do today. Yeah. We're trying to make it happen.
1: The hustle. It's the
0: hustle culture. And yeah, take the risk of waiting on God or take the risk. Some of us, God's asking us to move, you know, but yeah, that's like, that's something that's been encouraging me. That's something in the back of my mind I've been meditating on today is I'm thinking, man, Jacob is out here trying to make it happen for himself, but God had already blessed him. And yeah, we stumble into these things. And so that's awesome. Any last thoughts? Before we wrap this up, by the way, she's gonna come back on here. I know, you know we it's have like a, so much. The time yeah. was like, wait, we didn't even talk about anything. Yeah, we talked about a lot. It's but been an hour already. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? We're gonna talk about love and relationships and, <laughs> and dating outside your race. Yeah, hey, can guys and Cause girls Because Siri's be not friends. around Avisha anymore. <laughs> what did you say? Can guys said, and can girls guys be and girls best girls best friends? friends? Listen, quick story. When I found Siri, <laughs> she was lost. Let me no, tell you a funny story. She was, lost. she was lost. All right, <laughs> this was what four or five years ago. She was staying at her place. We were, was it, it was uh, like a conference it was a conference, yeah. And you know, after conferences, we go back to the house. Everybody's up late having deep conversations, two a.m. until two, 2 three a.m. And this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she she's in a situation ship, <laughs> and she's trying to explain why. It's okay for guys and girls to be close friends. And that's like... I that was hurting. <laughs> that was literally killing. You. Y'all, Abuz so, and
1: I's friendship was about to end that night.
0: I literally he almost choked her. Me. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? It's because I, I want the best for you. That's all.
1: Look at us now. Look no, though my final thought. <laughs> Man. I think sit in the peace mm. and... The comfort of knowing that God will make it work out. Mm. Like, he wants your desires to, like, happen for you Mm. just as much as you do. Mm. Do you know how much the Lord delights in seeing his children happy? Mm. 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 He delights in that. Like, it's not just, my father wants to see me happy. But it's like, no, he really, really does.
0: I know all the parents can relate. Yeah. It's not like you want your kids to be unhappy in life. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so sit in the comfort of knowing that you don't have to do anything.
0: Mm. Literally nothing. Mm. Yeah.
1: And it's actually better yeah. that you don't do anything because yeah. at the end of the day, you can't screw it up.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's no
1: way that you can screw up mm. what God has planned for you because he planned it even before you were born. Mm. Mm.
0: That's a word how would we live if we believe we can't screw it up
1: right <laughs> how how would you live if you knew that yo like god has a crazy plan for my life like i am put mm. in this world not just to mm. take up space mm. but to create
0: it mm. that's good for other people to shape culture
1: to shape the culture yeah that's a word. How would you live if you knew like there's no way I can screw up my calling because it's my calling? Yeah. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> And even when we think it's a screw up, it's really it's God <laughs> using it to set you up for what He has for you.
1: Right. He makes all together. Woo! Or all things work together. For
0: the good of those who love him. Right. according to his good purposes.
1: So Yeah, I that's my that. final thought. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride.
0: Ooh. Enjoy the ride, ladies enjoy and ride. gentlemen. You heard it first from the one and only <laughs> Sirion Worku. Listen, it was a real pleasure having you on the podcast. We love you. We believe in you. We believe the best is yet to come yes. uh, to our listeners. We believe the best is yet to come for y'all too. Thank you for rocking with your boy. Thank you for everyone who bought merch. Ooh. Hey, can you do us a quick favor? Like this video, subscribe, share, get the word out. We're trying to shape culture. It's a movement dog. It's a movement. Um, but until next time, family, peace and grace peace out.